<laughs> just Wisdom. me cooking both of them some vegan food, <laughs> chatting absolute breeze, like them two just blowing my head up while just <laughs> so much wisdom. My, I would have to keep picking my jaw up and wiping my dribbles <laughs> and prefer, possibly hiding how turned on I am. <laughs> wisdom porn man wisdom, wisdom porn that is the oh my god you've nailed it wisdom porn <laughs> oh my god blessings welcome everyone to today's chi tribe podcast the place we discuss the stuff that inspires us the things that keep us happy healthy and feeling alive we focus on motivating and encouraging stories from incredible human beings all over the globe who are influencing the planet in a positive way my name is jamie kai and i'm your host with the most vibes. Today, I'm super excited to introduce today's special guest, Gok, aka Grizzly Vegan, a personal trainer, health and fitness guru working in London, helping people achieve a stronger mindset towards their fitness and their health and gaining the body they desire as a bonus. Started as a PT whilst working in car sales and having no life and no real reward from his job. Gok always knew his purpose was to help others and make a living from something he is passionate about, but didn't know how or what it was. Realised that he looked forward to PTing people before and after his day job. He left everything, the three-piece suit, the flashy cars and walked away from what started to make him hate himself. Fast forward a few years, he is doing exactly that, making a living from his passion whilst building a client portfolio of transformations and incredible journeys. Wow. Welcome in Grizzly Vegan. How are you? Blessed, brother. Blessed to be here. Blessed to be doing this with you, man. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. It's such a lovely intro. <laughs> man, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, it's good to see you. Good to hear you. How are you feeling? Feel amazing. Feel amazing. Feeling powerful. Yeah. Feeling powerful, which is quite rare with how you'd expect to feel with what's going on in the world. But I, I feel great. Yeah. I feel amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I'd expect nothing else. I'd expect nothing else from you, man. You're a... Uh, you're a shining beacon of light, man. You're a shining beacon of light. And uh, a, uh, one of my best friends, my brother, my soulmate, an inspiration to me and so many people, man, on, on, on such a true, real level. You know how much we talk to each other and always tell each other that. And um, <laughs> uh, it's such a joy and a pleasure to be able to say that out loud with anybody listening so appreciate that so much. I'd like to get into the the questions straight yeah, away here. Let's do it. Let's fire these off. Okay, so let's get the vibe of Grizzly Vegan. Let's <laughs> let's see what he's about, what he likes, and and what floats his boat. So, give me your favorite food. Oh, ramen noodle soup, baby. Ooh. Ramen all the way. <laughs> yes, I like love a spicy ramen. hot ramen. Yes, <laughs> <Spicy>. <laughs> top man. I know it. <laughs> Um, favorite color? 
Green, baby. Green. <laughs> Green. Green is life. Green is life. Green is mother. Green is light. Yeah, all the way. <laughs> favorite, what's your What's your favorite sport? MMA, bro. Cage fighting. Oh, yeah. Two you dudes know. and two women in a cage beating the hell out of each other in an art in a beautiful art form. It's raw. It's raw. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. It's real. It's very oh, real. Man. If anybody wants to ever experience how close you are to the real fight and flight, get in the ring. Get in the ring. Get in the ring. Roll around. Roll around, man. Punch, kick, elbow, knee. Yep. Chokes, arm locks, Chokes. knee locks, all the lot, oh, all yeah. of them. All the lot. <laughs> amazing, man. Amazing. We can. I know you're you're quite into it at the moment. We can dive into a little bit yeah. of that later on. Um, what is your favourite music genre? Um, this is tough because I love everything. Like I love everything. I have playlists. I have heavy metal playlists. I have grime playlists. I listen to jazz when I'm driving home. I have classical music when I'm cleaning. But because I have to pick a favorite, I'd have to say hip hop and R and B. Okay. Good old Lovely. old school hip hop and R and B. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Amazing. Love that. Okay. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Too hot. Any any reason why? Because um, I feel like when I'm too hot, I just feel a little bit flustered. I get sweaty. But I've also really <laughs> enjoyed getting quite hot. I do a lot of sauna training. I do a lot of heat training. And I actually quite enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, whereas I feel like the cold really drains me. The cold really, really tires me out and drains me. And unless it's okay. self-inflicted like an ice bath, yeah. just when you're sitting down or you're personal training and your cold isn't just good. You can't focus, <laughs> you know? And I yeah, can't hey. stop my client and just be like, hold on, it's really cold in the gym. Let me just do a seven-minute Wim Hof round and then I'm going to be back yeah. with you. <laughs> I can't do it. I'd rather be too hot. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Cool. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Uh, as tough as this is, um, I'd love to be able to fly. Okay. I'd love to be able to fly. You know, Mother Nature has so much beauty to offer us globally. I'd love to be able to just go, hey man, I'm going to put some thermals on and just fly my ass to Australia. Okay. You know, would there be a limit? Me an arm and leg. Would there be a limit to your to how far you can go out? No, because I'd love love to explore the galaxy. I don't know if my body would be able to handle <laughs> it, but I'd love to be able to, you know, intraplanet exploration would be amazing go to the moon and see if the flag is really there you know let's prove <laughs> this shit for god's sake is it really or not sounds good to me how weird are you on a scale of one to ten i don't know that's a tough one it's quite a personal opinion but i'd say high eight man <laughs> high eight i do some very weird shit compared to the normal world but again it's on a scale isn't it i'd say i'm a high eight okay cool love that What's your funniest thing that's happened to you recently? Um, this is a... I've just got to try jog my memory. A lot of funny stuff happens to me, but if I had to pick It up, does. Yeah, if I had to pick a funniest, <laughs> um, it'd probably be in the gym the other day. So we have a nutmeg game in the gym, and if you get nutmeg, there's a personal trainer. It's 20 press-ups. And I spent, I had no clients and I spent like 15 minutes like eyeing up this like other PT from across the room. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to so meg you. And when I got ready to meg him, I missed. 
diabolically and then sat down. And when I sat down, someone fucking made me right from behind. Like they were waiting for me the whole time. And I was, and the whole gym was watching and the embarrassment was unreal. Down you go. twenty so jokes. Yeah. That is so jokes. Oh mate. It's, it was not fun. It was really not fun. I put so much effort into this. I'm, I'm like, I'm a big guy. It's really hard to spook around. Like it's really, yeah. really hard to try and get away with it and stuff. Nah just a joke i love that oh games man i need to add more games into my day-to-day life games yeah. like that my gym is games all the time if you see my insta story like all we do is play games we create a human <laughs> swing today what so two people facing each other on a monkey bar with their legs wrapped around one other person and then they have to lift their legs off the floor and the two people just swing forwards and backwards and that person wow. is just like cradled swinging side to side Oh my God, that sounds great. Yeah, that's pretty much all we do. <laughs> <laughs> Games all day, bro. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so what do you love about yourself the most? Um, I'd say I genuinely love the fact that I have such a big heart. Hmm. You know, and and it's not 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 from a financial perspective. Not that I give out money all the time to homeless. But not just just I just want everyone to do well, and I just want everyone to be happy, and I just want to make everyone's day. You know, I just want to come in and just be like, "Hey, how's it going?" and just smile. And I I, I pride myself in how much of a big heart I have towards everybody. I hope. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, that would be what I would say I love about you most too. You'll be a big heart. Thank you. Okay, next one. What would your theme tune be? You can say that song or you can like do a little hum, uh, a little beat. You can make your own beat, but you can give us a song. Oh, this this is this is one. This was one of the ones I was just like, this is so tough. I can never really choose this one. Because it really depends on the moment. I feel like it really depends on the moment. Like if I'm coming out for my like UFC debut, yeah, I yeah. want like I want like Stormzy's like too big for your boots. You're getting way too big for your boots. You're never too big for your boots. I got the, the big boot. size toes on my feet. Your face ain't big for your boots. Saying trust. I'm just like, ah. like that would be my my walkout song, I think. Okay, okay. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, all I'd love the to, way, bro. I'd love to see you coming out to that. Yeah, hundred percent. Coming out, I'm all zen, it. all big smile on my face, and this really aggy tune is playing in the background, and everyone's like, "Hold on a minute, this motherfucker's smiling." <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, next one. Sum up the internet in one sentence. Delirious. Sorry, delusional. Nice. Extremely delusional. <laughs> one word. Went for the one word. Cut delusional. It down to one word. Delusional. Amazing. In capitals. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy out there. With exclamation marks on the end of it. <laughs> the internet is a crazy one. Many delusions mm. inside the net. Yeah. I feel like it's now the outer net. The outer net, yeah. We're so, there's nothing this, in... In we're so disconnected it. from the in. <laughs> it, it's our outer net. Oh man, the outer net. <laughs> oh mate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
the outernet, baby. Oh, the outernet. <laughs> oh man, all right. Sum up the internet in one sentence. The outernet. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nailed it. Okay, next one. Moving on swiftly because you nailed that one 100%. All right, you can have dinner with one famous person who's passed away. Who would that be? This was really tough between two people. Okay, so say one. the two. You can say the two. Okay. Um, Wendell Berry. Who is because, that? So Wendell Berry um, has a book called The World End. The, sorry, there's a book that's made up of Wendell Berry's writings called The World Ending Fire. Wendell Berry was a writer who grew up on farms, came from a farming, um, I believe in uh, Kansas, no, not in Kansas, but some state in America. And um, grew up as a farm boy, studied to be a writer, went to university, went to New York, became a writer, kind of hated it, um, felt really drawn back to nature, his original calling, and... um, just while he was there, just started writing more and more and more. And, and some of his writings have been put into a book called The World Ending Fire, which was recommended from our joint friend, Elliot, actually. Ah. And I cannot drop the book down. Like, I cannot drop it. It takes me a long time to read because I don't have that much free time. And in my free time, I'm doing a lot of, like, client stuff. I should really make more time to read. But sometimes I have five minutes, sometimes I have half an hour, and I try to read as much as I can. And just his outlook on the world... Um, I'll give, you a, I'll give you a basic, very basic um, excerpt from one of his books. And this will really paint a great picture in your mind about the kind of outlook he has. He talks about um, the modern man's inner desire for violence and doing things very violently and with no care. So he goes, the ancient Indians, uh, the Indians of America used to build paths, not roads, paths. And if your path came to a tree, the path used to go around the tree because they believed that the tree was more important than their path and they would rather extend their walk Mm. than get rid of mother. Mm. Whereas the modern man builds a road and takes pride in the fact that he's built a road but will knock everything down in his path. Mm. Mm. That sentence alone from like the 10th page of his book blew my mind and I was just glued to this guy. Um, so for that reason and that kind of outlook of life, Wendell Berry and uh, Terence McKenna. <laughs> Terence McKenna, man. If I could spend a day or even just a dinner with Terence McKenna, preferably on mushrooms, I would be very happy. That's amazing, man. What uh, a couple of guys. Hmm? What, a couple of guy, what a couple of guys to have. Oh, mate. Can you imagine like a dinner party with them two? <laughs> Just me cooking both of them some vegan food, (laughs) chatting absolute breeze, like them two just blowing my head up while (laughs) so much wisdom. I would have to keep picking my jaw up and wiping my dribbles (laughs) and possibly hiding how turned on I am. (laughs) Wisdom porn, man. Wisdom, wisdom porn. That is the... Oh, my God. You've nailed it. Wisdom porn. <laughs> oh, my God. Jamie, once again, has nailed it. Wisdom porn. <laughs> that is going to go on my Instagram. <laughs> oh, I love that, man. I love that. Oh, thank you for sharing that. We get your vibe. We get you. I appreciate We get that. you. I appreciate that. So what's going on right now? What's, what's really good? How's the... 
How's the gym? How's the clients? How's the people? How are you? I am, I am currently feeling like there is a turbocharger in my life and a supercharger up my ass. And you. I am just full force ahead. Like, it feels like I'm in a vortex. Like, I'm just, the momentum I have is just unreal. Um, yeah. I, man, the gym's great. I'm, I'm, I manifested, my dreams are coming true. That's the best way I can put it to you. My dreams are coming true because things are happening to me where I keep, having to pinch myself. I hate having to look in the mirror and I'm genuinely looking in the mirror, looking myself deep in the eyes and going, if this is a dream, wake up. Like, <laughs> because it's so bizarre. You know, we all have these great desires, these great wishes and these great dreams and we manifest things and we write moon boards and we do book of dreams. Like, you know, you've taught us. And when these things come true, there's an element of, is this really happening to me? Mm. And there's an element of questioning do I really deserve this? I'm having a lot of that in a battle right now. Like, do I really deserve this? And, and that's why, like, when I ask my clients for testimonials, I ask for it to put on my social media. But as I get them through and I read them, I'm like, wow, I'm really good at my job. Like, look at what these people are saying about me. These people are not only paying me and, and allowing me to live. They are super duper happy with me being in their life. And I'm making a huge impact in these people's lives. And I mean, I'm so grateful. I'm fully booked. I don't have a single PT slot available. Um, and that has been like that for the last, I'd say, two months. Um, I run classes. My classes are fully booked in at least three weeks in advance. You know, the waiting lists are full of people. My, I've renovated but the, my, the house, the flat I live in. So it's now my zen, my, my beauty. I, I sometimes come home from work and I literally sit on the floor in the middle of the living room and I just go, hmm, well, ain't this a nice creation that you did? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've got incredible, incredible human beings in my life, like yourself and, and, and like all of my other you know, brothers. I don't really have many friends. I have family. And, 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 and a community around me. And, that, and I'm surrounded by people that inspire me. I'm constantly inspired. I'm constantly learning. My, my martial arts has taken off. I'm in a genuinely incredible place. Um, and I have zero complaints. That's where I am. That's beautiful. That's absolutely <laughs> fantastic, wonderful magic, <laughs> real life magic. And it's just so nice to hear you in this flow, in this zone. And I want to take you back now mm -hmm. to Mercedes. Oh, baby. Back there. <laughs> and I want us to just dive into a little bit of that. Mm. What that was like for you and, and that journey of coming out of that to, yeah. and then, you know, that move to, to how you got where you are now. Yeah. Talk to us um, about Mercedes, man. So, yeah, man. Um, left uni. You know, found myself kind of thinking, okay, well, what's next? Um, and Mercedes fell on my doorstep. I applied for a job, but I had, you know, zero skill set or history. And, I, you know, my, my number one skill set my whole life has just been my communication skills, my, my ability to just talk with another human being. Um, got a job at Mercedes as a product specialist and got sold by two things. 
the incredible brand it is, and I will never take anything away from the brand and its core values. And I'm talking about this core values back in Germany, its core values from its original creators and, and the core values that go in when they have these meetings, when they're creating a new model, when they go, right, what really represents us and, and these real heartfelt moments and what they want to portray to the world. And that is so beautiful. And I got so, I, I, I bought into that so hard. And at the same time, growing up in a, um, Turkish household, I got sold into the idea of having a job for life and having a career and having a pension and having a set wage every month where I didn't have to panic or worry. And it was great. It was great for the first year and a half, went through the Mercedes-Benz Sales Academy. You know, I've got an accreditation through Mercedes and I can never knock the brand. I will never knock the brand. I will, look, I will always knock the individuals that work for the brand and how they treat other human beings, but I can never, ever, ever knock the brand and because they, they've done incredible things for me. Um, I'm now accredited with Mercedes where I can drop everything I'm doing today and go apply to any car dealership and just show the accreditation that Mercedes has given me and, and I can get a job. So I can't knock that. And for that, it was amazing. But probably about a year and a half was when I started realizing I was extremely out of alignment with myself, alignment with myself. Um, I didn't like lying to people. I didn't like forcing sales on people. I didn't like trying to make someone buy a car just for the sake of me hitting my target. And for that reason, I was an average, mediocre salesman. I was content with that. But management had other ideas. Didn't like the way people was treated. I didn't like the way people were spoken to. I didn't like the way I was spoken to. And when I spoke out, it was like a nail that stuck out. It always got hammered. It always got hammered. It always got hammered. And, and the nail got to a point where it was so bent it started to split the wood and I became an anomaly in a crowd of yes men mm. no offense to some of the friendships and the family individuals I've made like, you know my best man at my wedding is from Mercedes so I can't knock those individuals um, but one thing led to another. I ended up speaking my heart and my truth and did it in a little bit of an aggressive manner. And where they knew they couldn't fire me because, fire me because I was in the right, I got transferred to a different dealership. And it was at that moment I said to myself, Gok, you have three months. You have three months to decide if this is the right job for you or not, if this is your future or not. And it was starting to get to a point leading up to that three months. I'd got my personal trainer qualification. And I was personal training in the mornings before work at 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. And I was personal training after work when I finished at 6, 6.30. And then I'd be in the gym sometimes from 7 p.m. onwards, some days. And I, uh, you know, or, or in the parks on the weekends. And I was like, hold on a minute. I'm wearing a three-piece suit. And, you know, I, I love looking dapper and carrying myself that way. I'm driving 50, 60, 70,000 pound cars. I'm getting, on average, £2,200 a month after tax. Why am I not looking forward to my nine-to-five? Why am I looking forward to the personal training that pays me nothing? Mm -hmm. I didn't charge a penny to anybody that was personal training while I was at Mercedes. Mm -hmm. um, and at that point, I said to myself, when I changed these dealerships, that's when I gave myself the three months. 
And I had a, a friend who was a personal trainer for over 10 years who worked in a gym that I currently work at. And I got, he used my kind of family car scheme, which is like a one-year contract that you can do. And it's like a dirt cheap contract with no, no deposit and no interest and anything like that. It's just a one-year contract on any car you want that's on the scheme. I got him a car. And I said, you know what? Now that I've got you this car, I said, this gives me a year to decide if this is the right job for me or not. Three months into that year, I called him. I went, T, listen up, man. I'm sorry to say this, but I'm going to have to give that car back because I am leaving next month. I am sick and tired of this place. And uh, he turned around and said to me, it's really funny you say that, you know. He said, I'm moving to Spain. <laughs> so he goes, I've been looking for someone to kind of like take on some of my clients that are happy to come along with you. So when you leave Mercedes, why don't you come here? And for three months, for four months, even in that gym, I was still paying rent. I was still in the gym. For four months, I didn't make a penny. I did not make a penny. And I was in that gym from 6 a.m. till some nights, 11 p.m., six days a week, sitting or standing next to my friend T, just trying to get along with his clients and trying to learn the trade. And I sat in that reception every day when I didn't have, a, when there was no clients or anything. And I watched other PTs greet their clients and take them into the gym. And I just kept imagining that PT was me. That was my vision. Just every day, I just worked on that vision. I just worked on that vision. I just worked on that vision. And then, you know, here I am. From uh -huh. hating my life to now getting paid for my passion, which I still can't get my head around. I, I still can't get my head around that I, am be, that I am making a living from sharing my knowledge and impacting people along the way. It's bizarre. It's so bizarre. Man, what a story. <laughs> and I've I've heard it before, but I think it's important for our listeners and anybody on here to just to feel that, to let that sink in, you know. You know, go for it. Be there. Be there. Be where you want to be, even Absolutely. if it's not making you any money. Absolutely. Be there. Do it. Do it. Do it. You know, that old saying is you you love what you do and you would do it for free. You love it that much. You would absolutely. do it for free. You were doing it for free. Yeah, absolutely. And I loved every bit of it. Not once did I come home and go, oh man, I'm really not making mm. money. Mm. Um, mm. I was just like, man, I love this. I love this. I couldn't wait to go back to the gym the next day. It's amazing, man. It's amazing. I feel you. I feel you. It's, it's good when you, when you've got that passion and that's in your life and you, you can just, hammer that you just hammer it because you enjoy it it's not it's not work it, it, it's not I, work i say to my friends i have not worked today since february 2018 yeah since the first of february 2018 i've not worked <laughs> i've made money but i haven't worked <laughs> it's not work i just had a good image of um of me and you and a couple of other threat of other friends in the car going to Snowden <laughs> and we recorded a podcast then <laughs> that was our last time recording a podcast yep. so we had we out of a few people on a group well men um it was a whatsapp group created uh by one of our friends where it was all guys and it would have been men that had met over over Instagram. time. 
through yeah through like instagram through like men's circles through different bits and bobs it was like um a whatsapp chat for just guys mm-hmm. and um it was like 35 40 people in that group and it grew and it grew like a few of me i added some people mango man added added some people and then that big group came along and then on one time i just said on that group i'm going to climb mount snowden who anybody want to come with me mm. and then yourself jumped on it and then seven others jumped on it and then we drove to Snowden and like a few of us hadn't even met each other before. Yeah. And just so everyone can, yeah, so everyone listening knows like mm-hmm. it was a brand new thing. It was, it was new relationships. Yeah. And me and Grizzly, we met, we we met, met when we you met when on you that car journey. My, when you rocked up to my car, you and Mango took a train from Brighton to London because I was going to be the driver for, for the four of us and one other friend of ours. And, and yeah. that's when we met. Yeah. <laughs> but it was as if I was literally just like, hey, boys, like as if it's boys I've known for years. Yeah. And we took that seven-hour journey in your car to, to Snowden. And through that, through that journey, I was halfway through, I said, because we were doing some good chats. We, we were talking some gold. So I just threw on the, the recorder yeah. and on the phone and we started, we started chatting away. And um, that's the last time that, we, that we, did, we did something like that. And it's, it's amazing just to be here right now and, and chopping it up again, Absolutely. man. Year on, because it was about a year ago that we... It was we, last week. It was last week, was it? It was last week. Yeah, Ooh, it was last week. Oh, man. So, last yeah... Week. Here we are, man. Here we are. And it's, it's funny amazing. because it was it was a week. It was a week before my engagement party. And my missus was fuming that I was on my way to climb a mountain, which, for those of you listening, had a blizzard in the last hour we climbed. Yeah. Like we could not see beyond 15 meters in front of us, like on that last <laughs> hour. And my missus was fuming. But I just said to her, I said, I have to do this. I don't know why, but I just I have to do this. <laughs> And here we are, you know, like you are no different to my actual brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're no different to him. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you a hundred percent. As love and support, man, it has been from, from that moment and beyond and beyond and before that. And it's just so nice to, to be here now talking about it all and mm. seeing where you're at. So over the, the lockdown period from March, I had done my online Qigong and life, <laughs> nailing life membership. Yeah, and baby. you joined it and you were on it. And it was just such a joy to go through that process together and, and see you flourish in Qigong and meditation and your your spiritual practices and whatever practices you do, like your life, just to see your dreams come true, your manifestations come true and, and to see that now. So, mm. you know, I'd just like to thank you for joining me on that journey. And yeah, if, if I can, you know, pay you back somehow for being <laughs> in my life, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but every day 
day by day, you know, like over mm. time, me and you are going to, we're, we're going to flourish. And absolutely. absolutely. Men supporting each other is very important yeah. right now. And you, I, it's funny because it's very weird how in your heart, you feel like there's still a debt owed for our, for our connection. And the fact that I supported you in something you did, but you don't realize that the support you've had for me and what you've done for me. I know for a fact, I owe my current career to two mentors, my partner for her, unbelievable support on a regular basis. And you. <laughs> wow. You know, so this so-called debt you're talking about was already paid. You know, <laughs> everything I've just spoken about, how my PT is going, how busy I am, everything was a manifestation for those of you listening that Jamie made us do on our second month. You made us do these manifestations back in July. Yeah. And by the end of August, I'd gained 10 new clients. By the end of September, I was fully booked. <laughs> Your debt is paid, dude. I don't, what debt? <laughs> you know, it, it, as crazy as it is, I, I, for those of you listening, I tell this man on a regular basis how thankful I am of what he has helped me achieve. And all I did was sign up to something he was offering that I, 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 I wished was around when I was 16. I wish every man, every man out there and woman, because your, your service isn't just for men. But I, I advise every man listening to this. If you do not have a men's circle around you who inspires you, who drives you, who gives you the tools to be a better man every single day, you have the wrong circle. As blunt as that sounds, I'm sorry, you have the wrong circle. You need to have, even if it's just one Jamie in your life, and I know we, we always talk and you say we, we inspire each other on an equal basis, but if any man wants to succeed in life in this modern age and you are younger than 35, I'd say, this is the support network you need. These are the tools you need to be a better man. These are the tools to be, to, you need to be a successful man. I wish, I wish every 16-year-old doesn't turn to a flipping therapist and doesn't turn to a psychiatrist and turns to other men who have been there, done that, like us, like Mango, like Dre, like Elliot, like Casey. You know, these are the men in my life who have been there, done that, and taught me that it's okay and supported me through and through, black and white. That's my desire on this earth, that th this thing could be so big Chi Tribe can be so big that they're 16-year-olds signing on to it who are getting the support and the guidance they need. Not some bloody shrink telling them, if you're depressed, I'm going to give you a tablet. <laughs> you're depressed because you haven't got your support network. Yeah. That's all it is. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can be 60. We've got to look for it. We've got to, we've got to open ourselves up. If we haven't got something that we, that we know that we need to support us and get us to a certain place of happiness, confidence and peace, then we every day open yourself up to it every single day. Mm -hmm. Someone helped me recently saying, they kept asking me why I do things. They kept asking me why, why do you, why do you want to run a marathon? Why do you, why do you want to do triathlons? Why do you want to do ultra marathons? Why? Why? Why do you do Qigong? Why do you put your belt on in the car? Why do you do this? Why? 
why why and it was just like and but but of course but if that that reason that anchor Mm -hmm. figure out what that anchor is for you let me ask you and have a have a feel into it why Mm -hmm. do you pt people why do you personal train them why grizzly what's your anchor There's, I'd say there's two things. Cause I, and, and this is a question I can answer quite fast because I ask myself this question every day. Yeah. And I, ha- I remind myself why every day when I wake up and I'm on my way to that gym, I remind myself why I do what I do. I do what I do because reason number one, I was a fat fucking lump mm. for 22 years. My health was deteriorating. My relationships were deteriorating. My previous trauma was resonating itself as a baddie in habit, traumas. And I lacked the guidance. I lacked a man in my life. My, my, my partner has supported me in the six and a half years we've been together. She has supported me through and through. Even when I was overweight, she supported me. And, and, and now she supports me. That's not the case. I needed a man to guide me. You know, and I needed to be told the harsh reality of, of the benefits of being a certain way mentally towards when it came to health and fitness, where the physical was just an add-on. So my, my number one reason for why I PT people is because people need guidance. Because food labels don't guide you for shit. Knowing how many calories a bloody bagel has don't guide you for shit. <laughs> yeah it's knowing you can have that bagel and it'd be totally fine it's when you start to have five bagels in one sitting then it's a problem the bagel isn't the issue it's your understanding of what that does to you that's the issue and most people lack that level of emotional mental support and knowledge towards their connection with food and their connection with their health you know, when your car goes wrong, a light comes up on a dash. If a light doesn't come up on a dash, smoke comes from your bloody bonnet. <laughs> so you know what to put in it. You know what to fix it. You can plug it into a computer and find out what's wrong with it. Just because you don't see what's going on inside you doesn't mean you should take it for granted. Just because you look well or hot or okay when you look in the mirror, that doesn't mean your insides ain't dying slowly at a faster rate than it should be. We're all going to die one day. But why should you be on a bag of medication when you're in your 40s or in your 30s? Why should you be going to the GP every three months when you're in your 20s? That's why I do what I do. Number one reason is because people need that level of guidance from someone, especially someone who hasn't just read a flipping article on it, who has been there, who has thrived in it for years before he could overcome it. And, and, and there was only one thing that made me really overcome it. It wasn't, I tried everything. I tried every fad. So that's number one. And number two is the guy that helped me lose weight said one thing to me. He said, in this day and age, we don't have control over most things. The traffic isn't under your control. The tax isn't under your control. What governments do isn't really under your control. What the elite do isn't under your control. What another human being does to you when you're walking down the pavement isn't under your control. But when you're in the gym... And what's on your plate is under your control. 
So why not ace the thing that you are fully under control of? Why not do it the best you can do? The one thing you have full control over, master it. And that's all I'm trying to teach people. Those are my two reasons why I wake up every day at quarter to five and go PT people from six in the morning till eight at night. Wow. There you go, guys. That's the anchor. <laughs> that's the anchor. That's that why. That's that why do I do what I do? Why am I doing it? Let me look into the future. Let me see what, is, what do I look like at 80 years old? Yep. What do I look like at 80 years old? Are the decisions I'm making every day slowly trudging towards that mm. know that you're perfect in the moment already absolutely the fact that you're here you are already perfect inside you there is this most divine perfect untouchable unperishable beautiful you are beauty itself that's it already that's that's the most you are beauty but in this day and age, it's hard in the human existence, many things coming and going, emotions, feelings. And when you've got a reason every day, why? And writing out a list of things, am I hitting that? Tick it off, tick it off every day. Un underline, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. Just yep. m small goals every day towards that 80 year old or 100 year old or 125 year old who what does that look like for you do you want to be do you want to be throwing your grandkids around rolling around having fun you mm -hmm. want to be you know still doing all your exercise do you want to be mm -hmm. doing all this everything in balance yeah. or do you want to be having health problems at you know 60 years old or something yeah. do you so, want someone to wipe your ass at 60 no. Yeah, exactly. Let me ask you something. You just okay. told us someone asked you what your wire was and what your anchor was, and then you just turned around and asked me. What's <laughs> yours? I know I'm your guest, but what's your anchor? I'm, because I'm I have a brief I'm, understanding of it, and that's what inspires me. Your anchor inspires me. I think other people need to know why you do what you do, because I've never met such a selfless person ever. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my, my anchor is also the health and well-being and freedom of, of human beings. Freedom. That's my, that's my, 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 that's my why. I, I want to be free of mental prisons and physical prisons. I want to be, and I, I want to be 120 and still with grandkids. I want to see my great grandkids. I want to see, I want to, I want to have years with my great grandkids. I want to, I want to fully, I want to be healthy, free in mind, body and spirit. I want to inspire other people. I want to, with my own experiences and you know, I'd like to follow in the in the footsteps of the people that helped me, um, that showed me how to do those kind of things. Because okay. you want, you know, like your personal trainer, your original personal trainer. <laughs> what a weight there is there in your spirit with him. You know what a 
what a thing, what a thing to happen in one's life because I saw your, how big you were before and how you are now. It's two different people. Mm -hmm. It's two different people. And if your person, your original personal trainer is listening, I just take my hat off, man, because that's a really fucking great guy. That's a really fucking great guy. And it's the ripple effect, man. He's changed you into you, you know, who Absolutely. you are now. And Absolutely. it's just, it's the one. But freedom, man, freedom, 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 freedom. And I accept that, you know, a lot of, a lot of us will be at different places at different times, different stages, different phases. Things come in phases and waves, Absolutely. On the healing journey, things come in phases and waves. And it's just like you're riding in the ocean. Sometimes it's choppy, but sometimes it's really calm. For a long yeah. time, it could be calm. But the choppy the choppy bits, they don't seem too long in comparison to calm bits no. nowadays, which is amazing. But it used to be, it used to be choppy as fuck. A lot of the time. For well, years I, I, and years yeah. and years. Yeah. But I find the choppy, the choppy sea is what makes you appreciate the calm sea. There you go. How lucky. You know how good the calm sea is. Om namaste. <laughs> <laughs> how la big grizzly vegan up in the place. That's it. <laughs> that is it. You're right. You can't appreciate the light without the dark. Absolutely. 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 embrace that dark embrace that dark and one thing i'd like to touch on quickly is the darkness so for me this runs nicely into the mma stuff yeah i i'm enjoying some muay thai at the moment mm -hmm. and it allows me just, to ain't you just <laughs> i'm enjoying the hell out of it um but it allows me to go into my lower nature my bog standard survival instincts that we just we don't we don't really use anymore because we got too comfortable we made humans made everything comfortable you don't need to get you don't even need to be uncomfortable anymore mm. you don't even need to live leave your house to live your life um muay thai i can just rock up it's just brute force it's but at the same time it's oh. being it's art it's we're, we're flowing it's a dance i'm staying calm under pressure and i'm taking opportunities when i can we talked about this before actually me and you mm -hmm. and it's it's that's that's for me is is like is like life is staying calm under pressure when you get hit with a shot you don't want the judges to see you're all like cramp you're ah that really hurt mm -hmm. and i look like i got hit because you might you might lose a point you want I want to take calm, relax, bang, take a shot. All right, cool. Just keep moving, stay calm. There's an opportunity, bang, bang, bang. Take this opportunity, calm, calm, block, calm, calm. Take a shot, calm, calm. You know, just feel that flow. You can feel that flow. And, and that's, that's great. And I can get into that, into that nature when I'm, when I'm training as well, bang the hell out of the pads, Kick, kicks, knees, elbows. We're rolling, you know? Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Talk to me about your training, your, your MMA. Oh, man. Um, I mean, I, just, I don't even know where to start. I'm, 
I'm loving, I'm loving every single element of it. I, I thrive in failure. I thrive yeah. in failure. Getting my ass yeah. whooped is the best thing that, that could happen to me. Yes. Not in the street, <laughs> but in a controlled environment. Getting yeah. my ass whooped makes me so much better daily. Because every time I catch a strike, so I'm currently doing uh, jujitsu four days a week, two hours a pop, doing mm. Muay Thai two days a week, hour and a half a pop. And bare calories, bro. I'm eating like a pig, and I'm not putting out <laughs> exactly. Pound. I'm eating, yeah, can't get enough, yeah. And I'm always in pain, I'm always sore, I'm always bruised. But every week, the strikes I catch or the submissions I get, I get taken into become easier, you know. Every week, I mean. You know, we rolled today. I, I rolled some jujitsu today um, before a couple of hours before coming on here. And, and the guy I rolled with, I've been rolling with for three weeks. And he turned around and he just looked at me at the end of the session today and he goes, you are getting really good, really fast. Again, I'm still not getting a single point against him. Mm. You know, he's a purple belt. He's incredible. But the element of you know, like one of them said, so, so we had, we had one of the, one of the purple belts. There's, there's two guys I trained with at my gym. And one of them was watching me roll with the other one uh, yesterday. And um, I'm literally about to get rear naked choked. And the one watching us goes, there is no way a human being should be that happy when he's about to get choked the fuck out. <laughs> like, why are you smiling? And I'm just like, because I know this is never going to happen again. Okay. I know you're never going to get that position again. You can rear naked choke me from a different position, but you're never going to get this one again because I've experienced the pain and the suffering that this has just caused me. <laughs> and you're learning from it in the oh, failure. Mate. You're learning from it all so the time. Much. And, you know, growing up, I had zero control over my anger. I had the shortest mm. fuse in the world. I was always angry. I was always angry. I always had a reason to be angry and I had always had a reason to switch. I relate. Whereas now I'm being taught how to go, you know, if you if you if if you're looking at the yin and yang symbol, and it, and it, and if that if that dark area is the ruthless, animalistic savage inside you, and the light area is is the zen and the beauty and the always smiling and the open hearted and the nice human being inside you. Martial arts has taught me how I can stay in that line, smack bang in the middle of the curve mm. and just go jump in the light, jump in the dark. I can mm. put my gi on the moment my belt is on and it's tightened, I'm in the dark. Mm. And it, it, it's, it's learning to control that darkness. That's teaching me so much beauty. You know, being able to put someone in a, in a, in a choke in the most artistic form possible, you know, using my jujitsu. It's beautiful. It's art in its finest form. You know, mm. two men going at it, ending up bruised, sometimes bloody, in agony, sweating your ass off. You know, I had steam coming off my head today. <laughs> and to then turn around and give each other the biggest hug ever and, and thank each other for that savagery that just happened for five minutes on the mat. There is no way in hell you can do that anywhere else in the world. Yeah. 
you know, when I go Muay Thai and we spar and I got my, I get my head kicked in, literally my head kicked in. Mm. And the coach goes, time and smiles. Gum shields come out. I'm like, thank you so much, dude. And he's like, thank you, man. Yeah. Where the hell else are you going to get that? That's amazing. Amazing. Oh, yeah. We, we advocate this for young men, old men, now men, Absolutely. right now men. Absolutely. Do it. Do it. And, and it, if, it's, if you're feeling it's your time to join a club or go to a class, then let this yep. let this uh, inspire you to just try one class, rock up without an ego, and and see how you go. Yeah, leave leave your ego and your problems at the entrance to that club. Any man who's listening to this right now and who's genuinely contemplating starting martial arts, two things I can personally say, and 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 I don't know if you're going to advocate this as well. Number one, if you're scared, do it. Hell yeah. The more scared you are, the bigger the reward. Yeah. That's, the, that's what number one. Number two, when you get to the door and they measure your temperature because of COVID or whatever, and they, get, and, they, and they have a register and they go, oh, Jamie, yeah, and you come, just before you put that first foot in through the door, look back at the ground and I want you to visually leave your ego and all your problems there. And you come in with the mentality of someone who's a university studying first year on a course that they couldn't wait to start. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 100%. Mm. Come fresh, ready to learn. Bring your notepad, your calculator, yeah, baby. Your, your glasses, your glasses, glasses, everything. <laughs> Bring your magnifying Everything. glass. <laughs> Everything, bring a fucking voice recorder, bring a camera, you know, bring a sketchbook. If the notepad isn't enough, bring a whole pencil case, the whole nine yards. Come with a flipping suitcase. Yeah, come with a spiritual suitcase. Load it up and load it up. Load it up. Yep, absolutely. You will not walk away without a smile on your face. Yeah, absolutely. And a buzz in your heart. Yeah. Be prepared to know your life. nothing. Hell yeah. Isn't that just the beauty of life? You know, Gandhi once said, if you talk, you're regurgitating everything you know. If you shut up and listen, I'm sure he didn't say shut up, but I'm going to add that in there. If you shut up and listen, you <laughs> might learn something new. It's the same with martial arts. If you go in there expecting to get the shit kicked in, you're going to get your shit kicked in. But if you pay attention to the coach where he's teaching you how to defend yourself, you may get your shit kicked in less. Be thrive in being a learner. Yeah, exactly. Because if you're a black belt, people expect you to be a savage. So they go savage. Even the lowest level white belt is going to try and knock you the fuck out because they expect you to be good. But when you're the kid in there with a white belt or you're the newbie who's got a fresh boxing gloves that doesn't have a single crease in it and you've got shin pads that don't even wrap around your feet properly because they've never been used, everybody will look at you and go, oh, well, he's new. We don't expect much from him thrive in that element of being new because that's when you're going to learn the most. If you look at a kid learning a new skill, they thrive in it. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that. Gas. (laughs) I'm ready to go. I'm mate. I want to go jujitsu right now. Too bad it's (laughs) tonight. Back to the gym. Back to the gym we go. 
Oh man. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for this. I'm going to wrap it up and thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate you so much. Oh, you too, brother, man. You too. You too. Oh, thank you everyone for listening. And if you enjoyed this, if you have any questions, please let us know. We've got Grizzly Vegan and we got my, myself, Chi Tribe. So get in touch. Let us know if you enjoyed it, what you enjoyed, or if you have any questions for Grizzly, especially in terms of PT and, and, and food. He is um, a holistic personal trainer uh, the whole way. So if you're looking for food help, workout help, my man's there. Mm. So big love. Love, love, love. Howla. Howla. Say it with your chest. Yeah, baby. Howla. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is good already. Absolutely. Oh man. All right. Signing off. Love, peace, blessings. 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 <laughs>